Welcome to the Life Church of Kansas City podcast. Please consider following, sharing, and supporting by giving at tlckcmo.com. May you be blessed by the Word of God. So if you have your Bibles, the book of John, chapter number one, the book of John, chapter number one, and during this Christmas season, uh, it is, as Pastor just said, it is special. Um, I always look forward to this time of the year. Um, if you know me, I, there is not many meals that I pass up, it looks like, and uh, during this special time of the year, there are snacks abounding, and uh, in the office that I work in, it seems as if every day somebody is bringing in more and more treats, and um, so pray for me, pray for me that I would not enter into the valley of temptation, uh, but that the Lord would keep me, but I believe that God is um, God does not check out during the holiday season. He is here, and he is looking to do something for each and every one of us, and I'm so thankful that we serve a God that is here. John chapter number 1, verse number 1, it states, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made. That was made. In him was life. Let me hear you say, in him was life. And the life was the light of men, and the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. For just a few moments tonight, I would like to preach to you peace in troubled times. Peace in troubled times. Um, If we were to go around this room, there would be a lot of us that would say that we would love some peace in our life at some point. There's probably been some of us that have lived in some chaos or had some chaos that has been surrounding us. Just myself this morning had to deal with an unthinkable tragedy. As I was getting out of the car, going into work, I was early to work, had a hot cup of coffee in my hand, and I was ready to walk in and conquer the day, Bishop. And chaos struck. That cup of coffee that was in my hand began to wobble and dumped all over my car. This may not be chaos for you, but this was chaos for me. I look down and there is coffee in my speakers on the door. There is coffee on my shoes, my my good shoes. The most expensive pair of shoes I have I wore today, and they are now ruined. Coffee does not come out of shoes, apparently. And uh, I look down at my jeans. There's coffee everywhere. And I am just sitting there, and I I just felt the nudge of the Lord tell me that everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. But we jokingly can say that that can be chaos. However, there can be times in our lives where we are looking for the peace in troubled times. If we were to go around the room, there would probably be testimony after testimony after testimony in this very room of times where we have had the peace of God that passes all understanding step into our lives on more than one occasion. We can look throughout the Old Testament and we can look throughout the New Testament of story after story after story of where the peace of God stepped in and did what only God could do. If we were to 
take a poll in this room, there would probably be some of us that in this very service that our lives may seem like we really need the peace of God inside of our lives. Perhaps maybe we need the Prince of Peace to step onto the scene. As Pastor Justin talked about on Sunday, the fame of the name of Jesus is spread throughout the Bible and in our lives today. There are those of us that have seen miracles. There are those of us that have seen signs and wonders. And there are those of us in this very room, and I would say it's the vast majority of us that have been baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost, and we have seen the power of the name. We have seen that our world can be a dark, dark world. We have seen that we can live in troubled times, and we have seen that throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament that there were troubled times that the children of God had to endure. We can see throughout our lives that we ourselves have endured troubled times. However, I want to submit to you this evening that in this Christmas season that even though our world may be in troubled times, that we do know, in fact, the peace maker. We do know the one who brings peace to troubled times. And I want to just submit to somebody on this Wednesday evening, I have felt the Lord speak to me this last six months that there are people that are discouraged in their walk with God. There are people that are hurt. There are people that are broken. But what we really need is the Prince of Peace to step on to the scene. When we celebrate the fact that we serve the God who is known in the Old Testament as the Prince of Peace, as Pastor talked about on Sunday, that when the Prince of Peace steps onto the scene, everything else begins to change. The enemy has tried his best to discourage people left and right. He has tried his best to discourage the children of God. And because when discouragement sets in, it can be very hard. And I have not been able to get away from this for the last six months. So if you've heard a lot of the same themes when I've been preaching, I'm not apologizing for it, but I'm just telling you what God is dealing with me about. That discouragement, the enemy tries so hard to get us to focus on everything that's wrong around us instead of focusing on the fact that we serve the peacekeeper. We serve Jehovah Jireh, our provider. You see, in the Old Testament, we look as... Early as Adam and Eve, that the Prince of Peace made an appearance that even though they fell, even though they did exactly what they were not supposed to do, God visited them and let them know that I'm going to clothe you. There will be trouble, but you are still my people. Throughout the Old Testament, we see that even though the Israelites time and time again left and walked away from the things that they knew, that God still had his eye on his children. And there are those of us that are in this room where the enemy has convinced us that we have done too many things or we've gone too far, but I just want you to know tonight that the Prince of Peace still has his eyes on his children. You see, you may be in troubled times, but God is still right there. You may be in hard times, but God has never left you. He's still right there. He's just a prayer away. And when it seems like we are in troubled times, that is when the Prince of Peace does his finest work. It's easy in the good times to celebrate the Prince of Peace, but you don't need the Prince of Peace in the good times. 
We don't need God as much or so we think in the good times. But I've just come simply to remind somebody that when times are good, he's still the Prince of Peace. When times are bad, he's still the Prince of Peace. And we can still have peace. You see, it was Moses standing by the burning bush that God began to speak to him and say, for where you are standing, it is holy ground, just as we sang about just a few moments ago. He was conveying to Moses that in what was a fire, a chaos, a chaotic situation right in front of him, that peace can still abound where there is chaos. It was in the Old Testament that he would use angels to go and he would use judges to move and he would use kings of the people to say that in spite of everything coming against Israel and coming against the children of God, I still can provide peace. I'm reminded in the Old Testament where Jehoshaphat is standing there and the Israelites are surrounded and they don't know what to do. But finally somebody says, we must seek God, we must pray and we must fast. And then when they do, they hear from God and say, he says, you stand and you watch. I'll fight the battle for you. And what what was he saying to the children of Israel? That you can still have peace in troubled times. They were worried about everything around them and all they saw was the enemy. All they saw was the enemy. All they saw was the enemy. And all they saw was the enemy. But what God was saying was, you may see everything around you that's a mess. You may see troubled times. You may see the world literally on fire, but I have just come to tell somebody tonight that you can have peace in troubled times. You don't have to worry about what the world will say or what the world will do because we know that there can be peace in troubled times. He began to use prophets in the Old Testament and in the New Testament, and he began to use men and women who he could speak through to provide peace. He even used a donkey to provide peace and direction to somebody. If he can work through a donkey, I'm fairly confident he can work with us. (laughs) However, we see that as the Bible progresses that we get to Matthew, we get to the New Testament, we get to something, and all of a sudden it leads us to where we Pick up in John 1, and it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And we go through all of that, and we see. But then it states, And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. And it continues on to tell us that God did all these incredible things at the creation, but he was still God. He was still there. He was still the Prince of Peace. And our world can seem dark. Your world can seem dark. And there are some of us in here that have been through things that only God knows between you and the Lord. But I just want to tell somebody that in spite of those things, that the enemy would do his best effort to get you to be discouraged, you can still have peace. So then we fast forward to the book of Luke where we get our Christmas story from, and we we hear it throughout the first few books of the New New Testament, but it states in Luke 2 and verse number 9, And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid, talking about the shepherds, and it says, Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For this, for there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling cloths, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was an angel with a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God, saying, Glory to God on the highest and on, pe- on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. 
So it was when the angels had gone away from them into heaven that the shepherds said one to another, let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. I find it so interesting that he lets them know that there will be peace because Jesus is here. And you say, well, I've heard this my entire life, and I'm so glad that you have. But in case the enemy has got you so discouraged, I have just come to remind you that you can have peace in troubled times. You see, this was something that the shepherds had never encountered before. And standing before them as a host of angels, and it's telling them, listen, there will be peace. The world was turned upside down when Jesus came in in supernatural circumstances and all of the world seemed to be losing its mind. But what we see today is the world seems to be losing its mind and there's going to be a day when Jesus steps onto the scene again and the church is going to be taken out of here. But until then, we can have peace in troubled times. Until then, we can know and we can stand and say, you know what, I don't care what the enemy has thrown against my family. I don't care what I may have got myself into, but I know that I can run back to us Savior who can provide the peace that passes all understanding in troubled times. The holidays can be hard for a myriad of reasons and the, the enemy would love nothing more to get that discouragement at an all-time high. It's really easy to get frustrated during the holiday season. You ever notice, man, like parking spots are never there during the holiday season and everybody's angry. Just the other day, I was at Costco of all places. That's my favorite store, by the way, Costco. I was there the other day, and there were um, two gentlemen who probably shouldn't have been driving. Like, they probably should have had their license revoked about 45 years ago. And they were both fighting over a handicap spot. And I'm watching this, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, man, this is great entertainment for me. And when I say fighting, I literally mean the one guy got out of his car and went up and started banging on the guys. I'm like, man, this guy has lost his mind. And the crazy part was there was another spot right behind it. Like they were, it was just, it was just a deal. Like I, it was just a deal. And listen, I, I can be pretty stubborn at times. Like I, if I, man, I can dig my feet in pretty hard. But I can tell you this one, I'm not digging my feet in over a parking spot. I'm sorry, not even on principle. I don't think I have. Lord, if I, if I, I don't think I have. But I'm not, that's not something I'm willing to, that's not a hill I'm willing to die on. Just, I just wasn't. And so I'm watching this, and I'm like, man, this guy has lost his mind. And the guy that got it out of his car, I'm watching this, and I'm like, man, this guy better, like, he better have pretty big arms, like, if he's going to go be tapping on people's window, or he better have his friend Smith & Wesson in his pocket. Like, I well, the guy that gets out of the car is even, he's bigger than I am. And I'm like, man, that's just not the right guy to pick on. And as I'm watching this, I'm like, the part of me was like, maybe I should go be the peacemaker. <laughs> but the other part of me is like, let's get the popcorn ready. Let's see what happens here. I would love to watch these guys just duke it out. Luckily, thank God, as I began to pray in my, park, my parked car that nothing would happen. They got back in their car. They had a few words, and they walked into Costco. I don't know what happened after that, but they walked into Costco. But it just seems like everybody's fuse is a little bit shorter during the holiday season. And I personally believe, personally, that the enemy would love nothing more than to get the children of God 
as upset and as ticked off and as discouraged as he can during the season where we celebrate the birth of our Savior. The reason being is because this is what we hold our truth on. If Jesus did not come and did not die on the cross, everything that we believe is a lie. But because we believe that he came and he died and he rose again, everything that we believe is true then. The enemy would love nothing more for discouragement to set in and to say, you know what, you, you, don't, that you, can, you can be angry, you can be offended, but I've just come to remind somebody that when the enemy steps in with discouragement, you can stand and say, you know what, I serve the Prince of Peace. I don't have to worry about the offenses of this world. I don't have to worry about the anger, the hatred, whatever's going on, but I serve the Prince of Peace. And when the Prince of Peace steps on the scene, I know that everything's going to be okay. And throughout the New Testament, we see that Jesus did his finest work when the enemy was trying to shake everything. It was Jesus that when they would try to come to him and goad him into to answers and try to, to mock him and to point their finger at him, that Jesus would simply say, you know what, the man does not eat by bread alone. And he would get the enemy all riled up. Why? Because he was saying, listen, you'll get more with the Prince of Peace on the scene than you'll get anywhere else. You can sit there and the enemy could try to say, you know what? You've messed up. You've done this. You've done this. All this wrong. And he can provide shame. He can provide anger. He can provide bitterness. But when you say, I serve the Prince of Peace and God, I might have messed up, but you know what? You're still there for me in my troubled times. You're still there for me when I've done everything wrong and the Lord can step onto the scene. And in one moment can change your life forever. You see, you may have walked into the church tonight and said, God, I I am feeling discouraged. I am feeling hopeless. I am feeling helpless because of the attack that the enemy has tried to get on me. Everywhere around me, every time I look, there is nothing but troubled times. But I just want to tell somebody tonight that you can leave here in peace. You can leave here in peace. This is a place where peace happens. This is a place where healing happens. This is a place where lives can be mended and hearts can be restored. Why? Because the Prince of Peace is in this place. And so we see that when the angel of the Lord comes to Mary and tells her that there is going to be a son that is born, we go through and you can read it, and we're not going to read all of it tonight, but her song of rejoicing. As I read it, every time it gets me because you can see, and I, I, I place myself there, and I can almost hear a mother's voice of excitement and of rejoicing of what's getting ready to happen and the fact that God is using her. And then I place myself and say it feels the same way when I realize that the Prince of Peace has stepped into my life. <sighs> because none of us deserve the Prince of Peace. There's nothing that we can do to earn it but he's still here with us. And I place myself in that story, and I place myself as we celebrate the birth of our Savior. These shepherds, they are told, do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. There are some of us that the enemy has been speaking to us and trying to get us discouraged. But what we need is the Prince of Peace to tell you that he's bringing you good tidings of great joy. You see, you may be in troubled times. You may be in dark times. It may be a mess all around you. 
but there is good tidings of great joy that are here tonight for you. You say, well, I'm not, this, is, this isn't a typical Christmas message. It's not, but I just, I felt of the Lord to go back to the beginning when he was born and to just remind somebody that when the Prince of Peace steps onto the scene, everything changes. Everything changes. You see, there are some of us that in our lives, in our families, we've got chaos, we've got mess, we've got troubled times, and there are some of us that are praying for backslidden children to come back, and it seems like there is no hope, it seems like there is no answer. But the Prince of Peace is here tonight to provide peace that passes all understanding. And I just feel the Lord getting ready to step into this place right now. I feel the presence of God right now. See, the enemy would love nothing better than during this season where we celebrate Christ's birth to discourage you, to get you broken, and to get you to a place where you question everything about God. But I just want to know and I just want to remind somebody tonight that when the Prince of Peace comes to your life, you'll see things the way you've never seen them before. You'll experience God in a way that you've never experienced God before. As musicians come tonight, I feel the Holy Ghost getting ready to sweep through this place right now. Mm. There is hope. There is hope. And I, I, I've, as I told you for the last six months, I've just felt the Lord over and over and over again beginning to deal and beginning to speak and beginning to move and beginning to show things as it relates to how the enemy operates with discouragement. You see, discouragement is it's easy to hide with. It's easy because it's easy to still go through everything. But the enemy would love nothing more than in that season of discouragement to take away the peace, to take away the joy, to take away the inspiration and the direction. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place right now. And there are some of you that have been dealing with this season of discouragement where you just need the Prince of Peace to step onto the scene tonight. And I want you to know that it's here for you tonight. I would love to say that I feel that we're just going to see people slain in the spirit and that God's getting ready to just, we're going to shout and lift the roof. But I feel that God is reaching for somebody that you've been going through a season where you're saying, the enemy has been all around me on every single side. The angel of the Lord just walked into this place right now and God is getting ready to do war on somebody's behalf. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Let's stand all across this place right now. We don't, we don't need to go any further. There are chains, as we sung about earlier, they're getting ready, and Pastor Justin said it and confirmed it. There are chains that are getting ready to fall off in this house. Years of discouragement. Years of the enemy lying to you, but the Prince of Peace is in this house for peace in your troubled times. Right now, all across this place, if we could, let's just lift our hands right now. 
Jesus. Lord, right now. God, I speak peace right now to every situation that seems like it is full of chaos where the enemy has lied and convinced us that there can be no peace. But Lord, right now by the authority of your word and the power that is in the name of Jesus, I pray that the Prince of Peace would step into this room right now and loose every chain of discouragement and loose every single chain of lies that the enemy has spoken, Lord. Come on, if you want the Prince of Peace in your life right now, I encourage you to come down to the altar because the Lord is getting ready to move. has convinced you that you've got to live with it, that you've just got to deal with it. But I have come tonight simply just to remind somebody that when the Prince of Peace shows up, he begins to destroy every chain. He begins to lift off every heavy burden. Let the body operate right now. Let the body of Christ operate right now. We're getting ready to sing, but I just want us one more time. If you want the Lord to step in, if you want the Prince of Peace to step in, just begin to lift your voice all across this place, front to back, side to side, because the Prince of Peace is here in this place right now. Thank you for listening to this message. For more content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at the Life Church KC. Reference the episode notes for more details.